Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Matt. Uh, 10 plays away from 900. That's insane. Just going to start off with that. That's nuts. Thank you so much for the listens and the support of a considered Chicago nobody as myself. <laughs> hey, that's what everybody else says. I'm just a person that has experienced a lot of shit. So, like, I don't care that I'm a nobody or... I'm not a well-known artist. It doesn't make any difference to me. I just do what I do, which means you're a real artist because you do what you do and you don't care if you make a dollar or you, you know, you're Lady Gaga famous. Like, you don't care. That's a real artist. That's what I am. So I don't care. <laughs> okay, so at any rate, I mean, I love getting plays. It's awesome. But, like, I'm not expecting to, like, blow up or, like, you know, in these crazy times, like, I'm not expecting my podcast to, like, you know, get tons of interest and listens. Like, it might, but, like, I probably won't. It'll get some, (laughs) like everybody else's, so it is what it is. But, uh, at any rate, so I'm going to tell the craziest story that I've been holding back on for a while, because, uh, it's nuts. And I don't care. I don't, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not mad about it. I don't care what other people think about it. I don't care. And that's why I'm broadcasting this. Why would I care? If, if I really didn't want people to know, I wouldn't broadcast it, right? So I don't care. So at any rate, it basically takes place at a forest preserve. And, it, it you know, from what I found out, it happens at other forest preserves too. But this was just a known one where it would happen at a lot. So I'm not going to say the name of the forest preserve. I'm not going to say where it is because, you know, just to keep it private. I mean, I'm going to tell what happened, but I'm going to keep the location private. So that's just my choice. So (laughs) at any rate, so basically, um, how can I say this? I'm not I'm not a hundred percent straight person, okay? And I've had some encounters recently with some people that I thought were friends, but uh they're against my sexuality choice, not choice, what I am, whatever. So I'm done with those people, but <laughs> like whatever, man. Like that's your opinion, that's your opinion, whatever. But uh so at any rate I used to hook up with a lot of guys at this forest preserve. And everything happened, the majority of stuff happened at the forest preserve too, which was what made it crazy and insane and intense. So, at any rate, like, there were codes and everything. There were the normal, regular forest preserve people, okay, that go to the forest preserve. (laughs) And then there was this, like, dark side to the forest preserve. And, of course, I got attracted to it because I'm not 100% of a straight person, meaning (laughs) sexual-wise. You know, I mean, I I like females, but I like males, too, so I'm going to be an honest person. (laughs) So, at any rate, like, you'd get there, and at the time I had cars, which, well, it made it easier to get there but it was more dangerous than riding a bike there and 
doing this. I haven't done this in a long time. I have been back there, but I haven't done anything. It, it seemed to have, as the years have gone on, it seems to have died down. So at any rate, like, basically like a, a car would pull right up next to you and a guy would give you a look or he would pull in backwards, like backwards into the spot. And that basically meant he wanted to fuck you. <laughs> and this is real shit that, that, that goes on. Well, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it goes on. I, the last time I was there, I saw a couple weirdos, but nothing major going on. So I, don't, I think a lot of them go somewhere else or they just don't do it there anymore or whatever. But for a while, this was a hot spot, you guys. I'm not even lying. So, at any rate, like, a car would pull up next to you or back in next to you. And, you know, and you'd get a look. And basically, it'd be like, you know, you want to, like, hop, hop in my car or can I hop in your car? And we can fool around. And it was just like, yeah, let's do it. You know, and a lot of times we'd go up, go to the back. And there's been a couple times when I even went in the woods and fooled around. And uh, there was one time I even fucked a guy <laughs> in the woods. I'll never forget it. So, yeah, a lot of this was going on, and it was, like I said, there were, there were, de- there were like regulars, that, and, and they'd notice me, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, like prime target. And I, well, I mean, like, I am a prime target because I'm younger, <coughs> or was younger than a lot of these people. So, yeah, I was like, I was like hot stuff to these guys, <laughs> and I gave it up because I'm kind of a slut, so it's like, it is what it is. So, yeah, um, I mean, I, I would hook up with married men, and they'd stop there before they'd go home to their wives, you know. Um, one time, I remember one time, I actually did ride this time, but uh, one time I got picked up by a guy, and we went back to his apartment and had fun, and that was interesting. And then he just dropped me back off at the Forest Preserve, and it was like, that was that. And it wasn't, I guess, okay, you guys, I know it's weird and it's probably creepy to a lot of people that are going to listen to this. And it is what it is. You, you can form your own thoughts and opinions. I know you will anyways. It's fine. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not embarrassed by any of this. It, it, it's a, it was a really interesting life experience for a couple years because I did it for a while. Because I, I have to say I got addicted to doing it. Like, it was like a release after work and stuff like that like i just go straight to the forest reserve and i I'd, I'd, I'd always drink a 24 ounce at the time you know not in the car i on a bench or something i'm not drinking and driving not that but i'm just saying like i'd get there and drink a 24 ounce smoke some weed you know kind of get like loosened up <laughs> loosened up for the boys <laughs> that's funny i never even said that before in my life Whew. anyways so yeah, I mean, I would just hook up with all these, sometimes younger, but a lot of times older older gentlemen. And for some reason, I, I was attracted to that. I was just really attracted to older gentlemen. I know, it just sounds so creepy, but I, I want to release this because it was such an interest. I don't, I don't care what people think. 
It was, and, and obviously the Forest Preserve police were not too fond of any of this going on, obviously. One time I had a guy in my car, and it was earlier in the morning, and a Forest Preserve cop pulled up in the spot next to me and like looked at us to see if we were doing anything because they know what's going on. They're not stupid. So, uh, and we just sat there and I told him to like pick up a book and act like you're reading. And and then the cop just went away and it was just like, holy shit, dude, gotta be careful. (laughs) But like I said, I'm a risk taker. So I, I don't know what careful means. I unfortunately don't have a lot of, with my impulsivity and my care, non-carefulness or carelessness uh or my carefree attitude that's too much you know sometimes it can get you in trouble but the thing is is that i I got away with this the whole time i never got any trouble from any of this so you know i mean knock on wood but at any rate yeah, 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 be careful with what you release on the internet. I don't care, man. <laughs> All these thoughts are going through my head while I'm doing this. Because this is an intense one. I mean, we would just, like, you know, do crazy shit in each other's cars. And, and not for very long, maybe, like, 10, 15 minutes tops. And then, you know, get back in our our regular cars and just sit there like we're doing nothing. You know? But yeah, some would want to go into the woods, and that was that was fun. That was interesting. So, but I don't know. I'm just I'm just revealing my life on this podcast. So you know, anybody that thinks I shouldn't say something or this or this, I'm sorry you feel that way. But I'm gonna release what I'm gonna release. <laughs> I've lived a very crazy, interesting life, and uh, not on purpose. It's just what happened. I'm not like bragging about it. I'm just saying. You get hooked on things in life and you don't understand why you get hooked on them, but you do. And I got hooked on going to this forest preserve and fooling around with married men and widowed men and, you know, different kinds of men. And, and I would always dress, you know, kind of slutty, tight clothes and stuff like that. And they like that. The guys like that. <laughs> oh, my God. It's crazy, you guys. It's a really crazy world. I mean, I'm grateful because I know other people that, well, I don't know them personally, but I know other people that got caught. So, I mean, I did get caught with an open, you know, alcohol container and weed by the Forest Preserve Police, as I mentioned in my, uh, the, the Forest Preserve narc guy that told on me what I believe happened. But, uh, you know, I, I that was my only ever charge, so I never, like, got in trouble for doing sexual, I mean, you could have gotten in a shit ton of trouble for doing that, but luckily I didn't, you know, so I I just, I'm, I'm a super risk taker and I'm grateful that I'm not behind bars for something nuts, but I'm not because I'm, I was smart. Like when the cop would come, we would like stop and like just sit there and talk and then they wouldn't do anything. Like we were just smart about it. I don't know. Like You know, everybody that went there and did that was very smart about it. They were. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong or whatever, but I'm just saying, like, people were smart about what they were doing. And I definitely was smart, too. Like, you know, or, like, I wouldn't do anything if a cop... Sometimes a cop would, like, sit there at the Forest Preserve for a while. And it felt like he was, like, babysitting us. Because we were, like, you know, you, you were looking over at somebody else that was interested. And then the cop would be there... And then, 
you just wait. You just have to wait it out till he left. And then once he left, you could do whatever you wanted to get. You know, it was just like, I'm just describing how this was, you guys. It's just how it was. So, at any rate, I'm sorry if you get creeped out or hate me for this or whatever. But, sorry, but I, I, I wanted to leave it. I wanted to tell a bunch of other ones first. But this could get some attention, <laughs> negative or positive. We'll see what happens. But I, I'm taking a risk by telling it. I understand that. But I'm not mad that I'm telling it or whatever. So it was an interesting experience, you guys, you know, for a couple of years of my life. So, And a lot of people that I've hung out with over the years, they have no idea. <laughs> and probably a lot of my family has no idea. I mean, my parents know. but And one time... One time I was dating a girl and then like I, I hooked up with a guy. It was it was crazy. I don't know. It was kind of a mess. So I don't know. Being bisexual is not easy <laughs> because you like both. And that's why I always have a hard time like deciding which gender I want to go with. <laughs> And that's why I've been single for a very long time. Because I've had a lot of experimentation. And, you know, everybody starts with girls, but then you don't know as a guy. But then you don't know, not everybody, but most people start with girls as a guy. And then sometimes down the road you find out other stuff about yourself. So it is what it is. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for listening. And I appreciate all this. It's It's been really fun doing this during these depressing, dark, negative COVID times. Uh, it's just, it, it's if, if anything, it's given me something to do and I get a little money out of it. So that's really positive. And uh, I suggest if you've been through some shit, you should start a podcast because uh, it works. People listen, man. They listen to your stuff. You know, and, and they comment sometimes on Facebook or Instagram, like great, you know, great stuff. And it, it feels good. Like, I know I've said this in like a ton of other podcasts. I'm sorry to be repetitive and I need to stop this. It's like 14 minutes, but it just feels good when like you see it, even one listen. You're like, wow, somebody checked it out. That's cool. You know, I got my word out with my advertising enough that at least one or two people checked it out. That's super cool. Or, or a loyal fan that is along the way that just, you know, listens when it updates and there's a new story on there like right now in a minute. So I just, I appreciate it, you guys. It's been a really weird and interesting life, but a lot of ups and downs, but it, it makes for good storytelling. So that's what I'm grateful about is that I have good stories to tell and they're not bullshit. They're all real. <laughs> I've lived them, you know, so I just appreciate the listens as time goes on and I'm not trying to race to a number or whatever, but I really would like to get to a thousand plays. I think a thousand plays would be really cool and I'm just about to 900. So I've done like 90% of the work just about. So we got like one last lev leg of work to do left and that's it. So at any rate, you guys have a wonderful Saturday night, wonderful Sunday. And this is Matt Bennett for Crazy Life Stories on Anchor. Have a great night. Peace out. Bye.